Sean Maloney of Intel, thank you very much for your time. Dan, good to see you. Um, now, can you tell me about Intel's green initiatives at the moment? Well, the first thing is uh, our obsession is designing the microprocessor to be as powerful or more powerful and consume less electricity. And uh, that's a, I, I, you'd call that sort of our, our job one. And I think we've been doing on a scorecard very well on that. You can then take an extension beyond that to what, what else can you do in the PC to reduce power consumption, both in PCs and large, large computer servers. And you can do lots of other clever things to mean that they, they, you know, less electricity is consumed. And then on a broader scale, you can then use uh, PC technology to reduce electricity consumption elsewhere. And we've got a lot of ideas in that space as well. If you look at the, you know, the, the number of microprocessors that have been sold, the number of processors that have been sold now, software actually demands more processing power. So even though you're making smaller processors, you actually have to have more of them yeah. to operate the software. So surely that means that there will be more uh, consumption, there'll be more you know, electricity use and so on. At, at, at first approximation, the answer is that's correct. But then those microprocessors and those PCs can be used to displace activities which would otherwise use more electricity um, for the replacement of physical processes with cyber processes, mathematically simulating things rather than actually doing them and so on. You're talking about virtualization? Here. Virtualization. Um, you, uh, Dan, in an offline conversation earlier on, you were talking about you know, telepresence and remote collaboration. Those are all areas that are very fertile, provided your microprocessors are powerful enough to do them. And I, I think that people will be taking an aggregate look at the economy, where, where power is consumed, and looking at how you can use computers to reduce that overall. Now, data centers take up something like 40% of the corporate electricity bill at the moment, which is a huge amount. I mean, how, how are you working to try and cut that? Um, you know, what, what steps are you making? Well, there's a, there's a number of things. Firstly, um, the older computer servers with older, slower microprocessors consume a lot more electricity per cubic foot, so to speak. So um, uh, people are doing what's called a data center refresh where they're replacing the older, more power-hungry equipment with newer stuff, and that can make a dramatic difference. Secondly, you can use a technique called virtualization, which means that you can uh, virtualize your computers, and it, it's, it's a way of making uh, the, um, uh, the, the, the use of the computers to be more efficient. Uh, and then we're also doing other, putting other technologies in there so that the microprocessor and the elements of it switch themselves off very, very quickly if they're not being used. Uh, so you can, you can the, the, our new architecture enables the microprocessor to be switched on and, off, on and off incredibly fast, for example, in between keystrokes. Isn't it convenient for the, for the IT industry at the moment? You know, we've had the millennium bug, we've had this wave of compliance, and the, all the, both those things really required people to refresh their IT quite a lot and buy more of sort of hardware. Yeah. Um, now we've got this. Uh, is this not just an excuse for, for, for the vendors to sell more equipment? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, obviously, um, you know, we're a commercial enterprise and we want to sell more stuff. Uh, the basic question is, is it true or not, right? So are you going to save electricity and is it more efficient? And if, if the answer is you're not and it doesn't work out from a business proposition, then don't do it. Uh, but uh, I, I think generally speaking, uh, the, the, the proposition holds up. What's Intel's biggest green message at the moment? Because I've been a bit confused about that. I think that uh, the microprocessor uh, is a unique tool um, to 
save energy on a bigger scale. Um, using computer intelligence, you can um, simulate things which would otherwise need to be done physically. And cyberspace overall is a way of reducing unnecessary physical physical stuff. So, for example, a simulation of... Uh, sim uh, simulation of, of uh, what's the most efficient way of getting packages delivered, for example? What's the most efficient way of sending trucks around on, on uh, uh, around in countries? What's the most efficient ways of sending trains? What's the most efficient ways of doing physical distribution? Uh, that's a perfect example. Almost like video game simulation. Like video game simulation, yeah. Um, and our uh, each generation that we go through we are producing smaller and smaller transistors that are using less and less electricity. And as I was mentioning to you offline, the transistors are now so small that we have to take into account quantum physics when we're, when we're designing them. So, uh, you know, we, we think that um, that deep technology can play a big role. What are Intel's own green initiatives in the, within the company? What, what are you guys up to? Well, since 1992, every manufacturing site that we've had uh, has ha has published a list of the resources that it used, including any hazardous chemicals, and we've, we've set ourselves strict goals over 15 years to reduce uh, every period of time. How can we reduce? How can we reduce? How can we reduce? So, you know, we've been leading in uh, lead-free, first lead-free microprocessors. We've been leading in halogen-free, um, and we have, a, we have a completely open-door policy. So you can come along to the Intel website, and you can find everything that we do. Uh, and uh, what we're doing, what the concrete plans are, plant by plant, uh, to improve. And where we use, for example, resources like water, uh, we're very proud that when we put the water back into the ecosystem again, we cleaned it up, and it's even cleaner than when we, we took it in. So uh, that, 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 that runs through our blood in the company. It's, it's, a, it's a personal pride issue that we contribute to the, to the society like that. Where's the majority of your manufacturing done, then? Is that out in Asia? Well, we're all over the place. We've got a huge facility in Ireland, just outside, um, uh, just outside Dublin, the Leak Slip, right next to a beautiful salmon river there that I think people will say is even cleaner since we moved there than it was beforehand. Um, but then we're all around the rest of the world as well. And um, do you think that there's going to be more of a push in, in business, in manufacturing in general, to sort of to localise manufacturing um, as opposed to the model that we've got now, which is find the cheapest country and then ship it out from there? Uh, our, our model was never find the cheapest country. Our model is find where we had access to uh, engineers and uh, qualified people. Silicon, um, the, the advanced silicon manufacturing that we do is a very, very high-tech process. It's not a cheap labor area. Um, in our business, the plants are so expensive that I can't imagine we're going to build one per country. Uh, these plants cost $3 billion each, and we, you couldn't afford to have 60 of them. So I think that uh, you're still going to have a, a, a relative number of centers of excellence around the world. Sean, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Dan. My pleasure.